Welcome back to the Deeper Dive podcast produced locally in the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Washington, D.C. Here at Sacred Heart Roman Catholic Church in La Plata, Maryland, my name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Today we are pleased to be joined uh, by Matt Ahero. Oh, I got that right. Um, Matt is runs a, an apostolate called Fight Club. And we're going to talk to him about it. Um, but first, I'm going to kind of throw it to Father Larry um, to discuss a little bit of background from a um, clerical standpoint of what we're going to talk about today. All right, sure. Well, Matt, first off, we're just so thankful to have, have you on the podcast. And, you know, folks, I know I was maybe it was several months ago, we had a, a podcast on pornography addiction and we had a guest speaker and uh, who witnessed and we just discussed this issue with priests. But uh, Matt actually runs a or has run uh, like this concentrated apostolate on a college campus called Fight Club, and he's been doing it for 10 years. Uh, I know Matt through two people. Father Bob Kilner is really good friends with Matt. Uh, they were uh, great and the best friends. And and also um, Father Rob Walsh that uh, I was really good friends with his seminary and uh, who um, Matt worked with for many years. So, Matt, thanks for being with us in um. You, you kind of wonder why do we talk about these matters? Well, it's it's this is a huge problem. And I think with this new movie, Sound of Freedom, that just came out about the prevalence of sex trafficking. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff is is all feeding the pornography, um, you know, uh, business and the, this this and there's tons and billions of dollars that is spent on this, and uh, tons of Americans are just kind of consuming this like potato chips and. Um, I think that, you know, you know, in, in my pastoral experience, I think this is for men, the numero uno battle that is just infiltrating most families, most guys. I mean, most, I think most, if not many have just found themselves trapped into this at one point in their life. Um, you know, many have successfully battled out. Some haven't, uh, some have found themselves, you know, kind of just helplessly just like attached to this thing for many years. And so Matt, I just want to kind of open it up to you and, uh, share your experience. Uh, how did you get into this first off? And then um, maybe like what what's worked, you know, because I think a lot of maybe we got some people out there like, all right, what's the silver bullet here for someone who's struggled with pornography addiction or knows someone who has and um, and maybe for priests are listening, like some tips we can give, you know, penitents that's not just, you know, say three Marys and, you know, uh, good luck, you know. Uh, so go. Uh, we'll leave it to you. Sure. Wow. That's a lot to uh, run with, Father. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, how'd you get into this? I mean, what, what inspired you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, back in 2011, I was living in Costa Rica and my computer broke. And I, 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 I didn't have my computer for six months. And, you know, consequently, <laughs> I didn't have pornography for six months. And it was that experience of being free from pornography that made me realize what a black and white uh, world I was living in compared to um, a colored world of where I could see like life more more clearly. And because of that experience of six months being free, I, I couldn't wait to just tell the rest of the world about that. And I, so I started blogging about it uh, back in 2011. And then in 2013, I started working at the Calix Student Center at University of Maryland Go Terps. Yeah, yeah go Terps. And I, I started working with uh, five guys uh, who were struggling with pornography. 
And I was so happy to do that, having been uh, a porn addict myself. And, you know, one of the guys, he was watching pornography daily. In fact, you know, let's just be real with the stats. Um, 80% of 18 to 30-year-old men are watching pornography, okay, um, once a month. One in three of those 18 to 30-year-old men are watching it daily. So that's, that's how prevalent uh, we are with this. Uh, if we were to go down down to stats, 67% of 31 to 49 year olds and 49% of 50 to 68 year olds. Um, I don't think they have states uh, stats of beyond 68 because maybe don't they don't know how to use their Google Pixel. So, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> but uh, that back to that that original five, I uh, one of those guys was watching it daily, and um, you know ha- through our weekly conversation he. Uh, says, hey, guys, pray for me. He goes three months free uh, from pornography. And he says, pray for me. I was like, what's that? He's like, I feel like I'm called to go to seminary. And and that, Father, uh, was when everything changed for me. Uh, that's when I realized this is not a porn recovery ministry. Uh, this is allowing guys to see Jesus Christ ministry. And uh, when two out of my five went to seminary that year, and in fact, at, at the Catholic Student Center in the past 10 years, uh, we've had 23 guys enter seminary uh, in the past 10 years, um, 10, 10 of whom have been in Fight Club. And Oh my gosh, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, it was really uh, last year I went to um, an ordination of, the, of our first Fight Club member who's is a four, four-year student at Maryland, uh, our first Fight Club member to be ordained a priest. And, you know, two weeks later, I, I went to a wedding of one of our former Fight Club leaders, and it just a whisper came into my heart, and, and it basically said, you know, what if uh, Fight Club was in every campus? What if Fight Club was in every diocese, every parish, uh, to give uh, these men a chance to fight for pure love? Because um, what I'm noticing now is, that that priest is now bringing the, the gospel of chastity and well, the gospel of Jesus Christ first, right? But the message of chastity and fighting for pure love at his parish, and this other Fight Club leader who got married, like he, he's bringing that to his wife, and that pure like what was not pure before is now pure now, and she gets to be uh, secure and and in that love, and it allows her to be bold at her work, and so it has this amazing ripple effect. Um, compared to uh, the problems we're seeing, um, you had mentioned Father uh, Sound of Freedom, for example, and you know I've I've had a lot of people talk to me about Sound of Freedom and and what they can do. I think we we ought to just talk just a tiny bit of, of the problem. You know, sex trafficking is a hundred billion dollar industry, and there's uh, this is going to sound really awful, but there are more than a thousand websites that are that are uh, that have just for uh, child pornography, and so, pornography. Like there, are, as as the as Sound of Freedom says, you know, no, our God's children is not for sale. Like there, there are no children volunteering for this, right? That there's a supply pulling and demand, and the supply is on these porn websites, and so, that alone is worth fighting for uh, to um, save these children from from the demand of sex trafficking and, and child pornography that is being pulled. I mean, even on quote-unquote mainstream pornography websites, uh, because it's an addiction, uh, it's becoming younger and more hardcore, 
And I, you know, I fear today when the mainstream websites becomes uh, child pornography if it's not already. And so that is uh, direct ramifications. I, I think about it for, for, for men, women, and children. We just talked about the children. For women, uh, I, unfortunately, when I give talks at, these, at parishes, I, I have men who come up to me and, and talk about uh, how porn is in their marriage and how their, uh, their, their, he and his wife are not, are not sleeping in the same room anymore and how he pulls over on the side of the road and, and watches porn until his battery on his phone dies out. Or, I mean, just uh, just last week, I heard a story of uh, this couple who uh, they were getting married, and then um, the the fiance, the hus- uh, the future husband, didn't show up to the wedding, and actually went MIA for three weeks. And then after three weeks, he he go he gives her a call and says, "Hey, I'm sorry, I was I was completely ashamed of my porn addiction. I didn't want to get married to you." And just like oh my gosh, yeah, it's mm. just the complete humiliation of of being stood up on your own wedding day because um, your your fiancé like kept this from you. And, and it's just story after story. Um, but there's, there's great hope. There's great hope, and I, I'd love to talk about that more. Nice. So, Matt, like, uh, you know, so you started this little club with, you know, this small group of guys. That's so cool. I mean, what were the – what was the components? I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, you can't give away – you know, who or what, but like, you know, what were the things that you guys do in this group that helped uh, these guys to get set free? What were the, what's the components of the fight club? And uh, you know, what are the, what's the main sort of uh, I guess things that you do or pray or, I mean, that kind of, can you give me a sort of give the folks a, a rundown of what a, a meeting would be like? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, it's simplicity. It makes it very attractive. Uh, first of all, we end with the premise on everything's based on our founding beatitude in Matthew five eight. Blessed is the pure heart, for they shall see God. Meaning, uh, purity and recovery is not our end goal. Our end goal is always Jesus Christ and being with Him in heaven. And um, so we see mm. purity as the lens uh, towards our walk towards Jesus. Uh, number one, right. uh, and then we give the guys three fights. Uh, a lot of uh, strategies and um, other groups have uh, how to say no. We give them how to say yes, how to fight for pure love, uh, for uh, our love of God, number one. Number two, fighting for our her. So I work at college campuses and, you know, their future vocation, uh, their her. And number three is fighting for um, their brothers. As I'm reading John right now, no greater love than lay down on one's life for one's friends. And so we give them as that as as part of their forefront of their mind, and it gives them a, a kind of a direction in our in our material. We do, we also define chastity. A lot of guys think chastity is not having sex before marriage. No, like chastity is uh, uh, respecting the body and, and, and loving um, the, uh, it's called a marriage, loving your woman, uh, loving your wife the way Christ loved the church, as it says in Ephesians. And we, we break that down and really define it, and it gives them a uh, a really uh, finite way to like think about uh, what they're fighting for, and I think what's cool about our group is chastity is a lifelong virtue. So uh, we have guys in, in Fight Club who uh, maybe uh, pornography is not even even an issue, but chastity is, is a constant is a constant thing we can seek. Uh, and we have guys who start off with one year free. Uh, I mean, by the way, we have a lot of guys who are, who are one year free going through the program. But um, so those are our our basic like macro tenets, and then so Fight Club. Be a member. 
uh, we invite them to two different things. One is this uh, way of life. Um, you know, my, my job as a campus minister, I was there for 10 years, is to invite them into a life of Christ. And so um, Fight Club invites them to, to four things um, called PRAY. P-R-A-Y is, is the acronym. I, uh, I, I admittedly uh, came up with a YARP. And I realize that praise <laughs> is a lot better. <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah. wise decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise way more. Uh, <laughs> you can memorize that better. Uh, so, uh, daily daily invitation to have a prayer. Life. Did you did you get that in prayer? You're like, wait a minute. Let me re. re- this yeah. has all the letters of prayer. Yeah, yeah, pray. ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, dumb, but uh, that I am. So it was a scrap. Uh, it was like scra- spiritual Scrabble. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Wait, wait a minute. Let's just change these letters around. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like that uh, that that daily invitation to prayer, inviting guys uh, to um, to be of our Lord, at least twenty minutes of contemplative prayer a day. Um, that R is for rosary, having that relationship with our with our mother, uh, and and even just starting off with a decade a day uh, for the for the men. A stands for uh, daily accountability, praying for and, and uh, your accountability uh, every every day, and and contacting either every day or, or like once a week or f- a few times a week. And why is that? Yes, battle plan. It's this pragmatic plan uh, for men to uh, combat their their triggers. And it, and we have we've again all of this is like kind of borrowed and just kind of like combined. So we've borrowed that from uh, from the SAA program. Uh, what's called a three circle plan where you have a uh, three concentric cir- circles and on, on the outside circles, like things that are good for you, little circle things that are, you ought not to do. But then like that middle uh, concentric circle is like things in our lives that are um, not necessarily bad, but if we don't have parameters around it, um, it can lead us down to um, the middle red circle. So for example, I talk a lot about social media and how, or YouTube and how, um, you know, being on uh, social media for X amount of time, even at a certain hour, uh, can lead a man to um, pornography. In fact, the most common reaction sequence in our material that we talk about is, you know, a man is uh, he's alone, he's, he's, the emotion is usually bored or stressed, it's late at night, and he's cruising social media and then pornography. In fact, we write cruising social media with intent to arouse as a red no-go circle just to kind of define it. Like guys are thinking, oh, it's not pornography. No, like you, we are objectifying uh, women on social media and we're there for intent to arouse and just be clear, black and white. Like wh- what are we there for? And so even with social media, I, I tell guys like either quit it or have a 15-minute parameter around it daily and just go in, do what you need to do, catch up with whoever you want to catch up, and then leave. May it be an intentional time compared to a, a quote-unquote lie of restful time. And that that's, will always leave you restless. Matt, I notice um, on, on a, a lot of your materials that Our Lady is uh, front and center and very prominent. Um, and uh, obviously, and you just mentioned the rosary. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, She's... This is her project. <laughs> I have immense confidence uh, to do this. Well, so I mean, a little context about me. I uh, I went to Catholic U, graduated twenty ten, uh, with uh, fathers mentioned Father Bob Kilner, and then um, got married twenty thirteen and been at University of Maryland for twenty for ten years, and um, and 
I for for me this was uh and oh we have six kids we had, my wife Mimi had six kids in seven years, and just this past month I I felt that our lady's call with that discernment this past year to take Fight Club in our in our family to do this full time, all based on donations and. I have immense confidence that this is this is going to work only because it's Our Lady's project. It's not it's not Matter Harold's. Uh, that would be a failure, like from day one. A little context: uh, I was uh, telling telling Bill here uh, before our, we got on about right about three years ago. I visited Our Lady Guadalupe in Mexico uh, on a mission trip, and uh, she. I was at the time. I was very content of keeping uh, Fight Club at University of Maryland. I thought we had something amazing. I mean, it, it is amazing objectively what was going on at Maryland. And she kind of just whispers something in my heart. She says, "She says, ¿Dónde está mi libro? She where is my book?" And uh, she, basically, she was referring to this model to be written down, so like we spread beyond University of Maryland. And mm. I, I consider myself a writer. I, I've started a dozens of writing projects, even up to the 90% mark. And I've never finished any of them except this one. Because this, she told me, she's like, no tengas miedo. Like, do not be afraid. Esto es mi proyecto. This is my project. And so what I decided to do in response to Our Lady was, uh, I woke up a half hour early every day for a year. And we wrote different versions of this. And we gave it to our Fight Club leaders. Uh, I, you know, at the time, I had like five groups we were leading and, and had the leaders look at it and we'd get feedback. And we went through like maybe 12 versions until uh, a year later, we, we published uh, our, our black book. Um, and, and that's what that that's what gets spread around. And, and that is in year one, like 1500 copies of that just just zoomed out the door. And uh, because of that book, uh, we're now uh, at nine universities and five parishes Um you know, 25 fight clubs uh, amongst those uh, uh, the locations, three around 300 members, and uh, and it's growing. I mean, we just had five five fight clubs that just uh, started uh, this past summer, and so uh, all of this is also kind of practical for me to. I need the time to respond to this demand and and be able to eventually hire and and scale and, and provide the support that this deserves. Wow, man, that's freaking awesome. Um, so okay, I, this book, uh, basically you've put this in a written form and, you know, which now this is something that po people can buy on Amazon or is this more provided if you start the fight club? How does that work? And what's the name of the book? Well, first of all, I do like his reference to it as the little black book. I, that's kind of, that is cool. It wasn't lost on it. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, you know, part of why it's why we're even called fight club, um, have you guys seen the movie with Brad Pitt? Yes. Yeah. And uh, one of my, obviously, it's, I don't think it's an, an appropriate movie for, <laughs> for Chastity but, uh, at this point. But uh, one of the really cool things about the movie was that uh, this underground movement, now they had, to, they had like they were physically fighting these fight clubs. But it was like this underground movement of, uh, of men uh, that spread across the country. And, and that was always my vision with this fight club, Fight Club Catholic. And... Um, so to answer your question, you know, the book is, is not on Amazon. I, I just didn't see it as an Amazon product per se. Uh, mm. it, it is something you can get on the website. Honestly, the, the, the biggest way that it, uh, these books is spread is when leaders or pastors uh, or lay leaders uh, purchase in bulk and they, and they provide it for their, for their groups. Uh, the way that Fight Club 
uh, grows. I was just telling Bill uh, just a few a few minutes ago is is one of two ways. One uh, in the confessional. Imagine if every priest. Uh, I can imagine that you might hear uh, uh, confessions about pornography, Father. I don't know if that ever happens in in, in there, um, but um, no, no. The stats the stats say uh, four out of five men are confessing this confession. Um, and, but anyway, like imagine if every priest could, uh, we're designing these confessional cards where you can give, uh, like a card to, a to a man, uh, after confession. And it's like, Hey, go on, go on this website. And we're, we're, we're designing right now, um, a search engine called find your fight. And they can find their local fight club. And maybe that is in that church. And then there'll be a name and a number they can contact and join, um, Right. That's our long-term vision for that. And, but also, uh, you know, uh, people find out about the website they want to build. They want to find, uh, they want to, uh, take, take, take this to their, um, to their church. You know, I've given talks where, um, Hey, if you're interested, sign this name. And then I was just telling Bill uh, earlier that I've given a talk, you know, at St. Joseph's Beltover, for example, and Hey, if you're interested in joining Fight Club, uh, write your name here or, or, or put your name or sign up online on this QR code. And then I'll take that list and I'll bring it to the pastor. And I said, hey, who's the leader? He said, oh, this is the leader. You should choose this guy. And then I'll call that leader and, and tell him how to run, run a Fight Club. Um, oh, back to your original question, like what happens in a Fight Club meeting? Um, first of all, we don't talk about Fight Club. Um, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, the What we do is it's, it's very simple. If we go over... Uh, three questions. Uh, the first question is, how am I fighting for pure love? Because um, that's always a, a lifelong battle. Um, number two is, uh, what is my SMART goal? Um, SMART meaning specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely, uh, that I want to work hmm. on this week. And it, that can be about, uh, maybe it's about pornography, but for the guys who are uh, free for a year, it's about you know limiting my YouTube um, because everything's about how can I clear my heart for Jesus Christ? And that's, that's a constant daily battle, right? The devil doesn't take vacations and, and neither should we with that. But number three, uh, and this is what we've, uh, this, this third question is very exciting. I, I actually listened to a talk uh, by Father Dan Leary um, at Seek, and this is what inspired number three. And, and the third question is, who do I want to unite my sufferings for Christ for? Uh, meaning... For us, uh, uh, being free from porn is not the victory. Choosing Christ, no matter what, is the victory. And I believe that uh, even in the midst of suffering, the man can unite his sufferings with Christ in that darkness for another person. And that already can have transformational grace for Jesus Christ and his church. Imagine if everyone who is struggling with pornography were to lift up that struggle for um, for someone else. That already, yeah, as, as JP2 taught us, uh, prayer combined with suffering is the most powerful force in the world. And that's our premise, is is transforming this, this brokenness into grace for Jesus and his church. And I, I believe that, can, that, will, that will change the world. Matt, this mm-hmm. may be a good segue into something we, we were talking about again ahead of time, and that was... Uh, Tell me about Jesus in the room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I just, I just really believe that uh, um, when when men, you know, 
there's three reasons why 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 men stay in this cycle. Uh, one is is living a purposeless life. Uh, two is there's probably maybe there's some trauma that happened in their childhood, and three, uh, there could be some shame. Now, when when a man is is going through two or three, that's it's very um, potent, uh, toxic for for them. And so going into that shame, I I just believe that uh, a lot of men uh, have this lie that they are. I mean, we all have this lie in one way or the other that we are not worthy of love until we accomplish, right? And I think many of us are growing up that way. And that's that's the lie, right? Jesus Christ loves us, even the person that we are in our deepest, darkest shame. And, uh, you know, to, to kind of go into it, like you just think about the incarnation. Uh, the, you know, our the Blessed Mother and Joseph, they were in a manger and it was a dark place. There was poop on the ground. And that's the place where Jesus, our Lord, decided to be born. He, Jesus wants to be born in the crappy, dark places in our hearts. And so Jesus in the room experience, and I've done this meditation for on retreats and, and for a lot of people, is this idea of reliving uh, a shameful memory, particularly when it comes to lust. And for me, for example, I've done this. So I was exposed to pornography at 11 years old and, um, and just, yeah. And how I just traject that changed my trajectory my whole life. And it was an addict for, for a couple of decades at least, uh, until I became free. And so what I did was, and this is a father, Sean Kakali, he, he does this, uh, ministry for priests. Uh, basically the idea is like reliving the memory, uh, and then let Jesus, but this time let Jesus be there. And so in my memory, he's, he's behind me sitting on the bed and I've relived that memory. And so uh, in your own time, uh, for anyone listening, uh, to, to choose a memory, a shameful memory, maybe when it comes to lust, it doesn't have to be lust, but uh, for our purposes, it can be about lust. Maybe that first exposure or maybe that, that trauma uh, that someone has done to you or et cetera. And, and relive that memory in, in prayer. And, but this time bring Jesus. And here's what Jesus would say. And this is how Father Sean uh, leads it. He would, first Jesus would, he would mourn with us. He would cry with us. And, and he, would, he would say, I am so sorry. I am so sorry how this is going to change your trajectory of your life. He would say, I'm, I will be with you. I will be with you. And then he would say, I love you. I love you. I love you. And he would just, and if you let him, he would, he would embrace us and, and, and hold us. And, and that's, that's the love that he, that he wants to proclaim for us. That's the type of mercy that he wants to, to bring into our lives. And I, I've done this with a few memories now, sh- shameful memories, things that have happened to me, things that I've done. And, I believe when we bring Jesus into those memories, it can really transform the room. It can transform the memory. And that memory, uh, as, as Father Dan says, it's no longer a wound. You know, when we have scars on, on, our, on, our, on our bodies, you know you're healed when you see a scar on your hand, for example, and you see it and you can scratch it and it doesn't hurt. That's what Jesus can do with these, with these memories. And, um, and I've seen it over and over again uh, with our men. 
and and that's the hope that we that we are seeing and we can bring because as it says in John that that the light shines in the darkness but the darkness cannot overcome the light. Wow, that's powerful. Very Ignatian. It's a very Ignatian uh, <laughs> spirituality. It's wonderful. Mm. Um, so I, I think it sounds like you, Matt, that a big part of this, like you were saying in the beginning, is not just about getting rid of porn, but ha- establishing this relationship with Jesus Christ, and that um, and convincing people that they are uh, absolutely loved, you know, as a beloved a son, and it's a woman, daughter of Christ. And, uh, and that's hard for people because I think what happens, especially for men, I think a lot of men don't go to confession or to church for that matter, uh, possibly because of this issue. They're like, I don't want to be a hypocrite. And why do I go to mass if, you know, I'm just going to do this anyway. And God doesn't love me. So why do you know, or maybe a very despairing attitude towards God and thinking, oh gosh, you know, there's no hope for me or whatever it might be. But I, I, I love that prayer, which basically says like, you know, God takes the, as the word you, the crap of our life, and he transforms it into grace, you know? Uh, and, and and sometimes this could be the defining moment for someone where, you know, it is not I, but God who lives in, in me, right? Fantastic. Uh, what about um the sort of like, um, you know, because a lot of this has to do with discipline and self-denial. Is there an emphasis on like, like not just self-denial with like porn and like YouTube, but is there other forms of self-denial that you kind of push on the men that helps with this? Or is that sort of, you leave that up to the guy or is that an app? Or is that, is that too hard for the guys or is that help or is it more of a spirituality? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're referring to, for example, fasting, uh, you know, prayer and fasting is, is definitely a way to um, overcome this. Uh, by the way, we, we, I just want to mention, we, we mentioned women. I, I don't want to make women who are listening to this who may be struggling with pornography feel, feel isolated. Uh, this, the stat for women is that one in three uh, users are female, and so that and that is growing. And so if you're a woman listening, you're struggling with pornography, there are resources. If you want to go to my website, Fight Club Catholic, there are resources for women. My apostolate is, is for men because I just believe in the, in the power that men can have uh, for the church and, and, bringing, and building this brotherhood. Uh, but back to your uh, question, Father. Yeah, I, I think the what, the question I, r- I would rather answer is, what's the common denominator of, of someone who uh, finds freedom and, and doesn't find freedom? Um, first of all, there is no silver bullet besides Jesus Christ. But what I've noticed, and I and this is Father Sean Kikali says this, and I and I agree with him. The men, or, or yeah, in our case, men. The men who really find freedom, first of all, anyone I, that goes off a, a year free, they will always say, including myself, uh, it's, it's it's not me. It's the grace of the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah, absolutely, number one. But number two, I've noticed a, a very big common denominator is, is that man willing to do whatever it takes for him personally uh, to find freedom in this? And that is a cut because because we are all different and God has a custom made plan for all of us when it comes to uh, being free from this, but ultimately being in love with with His Son, and so so for me, I my you know my custom plan uh, for me was having to go to therapy, for example, and and seeing this three circle plan, which is now in our material. And by the way, you mentioned hypocrisy. You know, I I too felt like a hi- hi- hypocrite. 
you know, I think a lot of men may feel like, oh, I can't lead other men. I, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Well, shoot, like I, I was leading men in those early years of my marriage, uh, even in the midst of a relapse. And what really kind of got me through that was a priest telling me in confession how it's, it's not about the messenger. It's about the message. And just being free that the, the message that we're proclaiming is worth telling, even uh, though I'm a sinful man. And what, but what freedom does do, in my experience of, of several years now, is that it makes me become more bold and more, ferver, more fervent uh, about this message. So, right. um, yeah, so th- there's this, that discipline to, to uh, always change the battle plan, to, to not be on uh, like a hamster on a spinning wheel and, and do one thing and expect different results, to always constantly reevaluate and to relook and do whatever it takes. I mean, I remember my wife in those first uh, years, year or so, she said, you know, you, you talk to men all the time about how porn can ruin marriages. By the way, porn ruins one of four marriages right now. And uh, divorce uh, is, is the cause of divorce. She said, you know, if you don't, if this doesn't stop for, for us, this could ruin our marriage. And, and I didn't take that lightly, you know. And, and you know, and I, especially, like, I, I just couldn't imagine, like, having this issue um, uh, with children. I have three girls and I've, uh, and three boys and, and yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I just can't imagine like having this issue now, um, and, and, and still purely loving my children, for example. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, am I willing to do whatever it takes is, is one of the biggest common denominators. That's awesome, man. Um, Matt, not to put you on the spot, but like, uh, I don't know if you can answer this question. Say for, for priests, what is you know, like say we're hearing confessions, what advice could be helpful for priests that priests are listening to this podcast that helps guys and what sort of things are not helpful to tell a penitent on this side from your experience and working with this particular addiction? Because sometimes, you know, there's some pious platitudes and things that are, are not helpful and things that are helpful. Can you give us some things like, I mean, if you were a priest and the guys, you know, got really just beat up, discouraged, like, I don't, I mean, uh, I'm, I feel like an idiot father for doing this. And uh, what are things that we can say that can encourage them and maybe give them tools to to um, be a little more brave and, and maybe encourage that this this will end someday? Yeah, first off, I mean, I just want to be uh, make it known that there there is resources for priests who, who could be struggling with this issue in one way or the other. Uh, if they were to contact uh, me at fight at, fightclubcatholic.com or, or just go to our website, I can point them to an essay for priests. It's this virtual um, uh, group for priests who who are struggling to a, any degree. Um, so I just want to make that known because, like, right, like we always have to work on ourselves first of, of like, we can't give what we don't have sometimes, right, Father? Um, right. But, uh, yeah, for priests, I mean, like I said earlier, a part of our vision, right, is what if every priest could point them to a fight club? Um because I think what, what we're, and I'll, I'll give more practical advice, but I think what we're getting at here with Fight Club, I, th- I think the probably more, the bigger problem beyond pornography for men is actually probably isolation. And mm-hmm. so bringing these men into communion and brotherhood uh, is way mm-hmm. more valuable than for him to uh, 
learn uh, some fighting skill uh, by himself. <laughs> right. Uh, right. And, and right. bringing him in this community of brotherhood uh, of, of just four men. All you need is four men to start a fight club and, mm. and to, to meet weekly. It's very simple. And because what happens is uh, you create vulnerable conversations uh, just by design. It's not much more vulnerable than telling uh, a brother of yours in a room that you uh, looked at porn and masturbated yesterday, right? And and so having that vulnerable conversation over time builds trust. And when you have trust, you have authentic friendships. At University of Maryland, back in 2014, we used to have a two girls to one guy ratio that come on our, on our retreats. And as Fight Club grew from 5 to 10 to 23, 33, 45, um, in five years' time, that ratio became one-to-one because we had more, wow. more men showing up. And, in fact, uh, we had more men uh, for a while showing up uh, at our retreats. And for anyone who does ministry, we know that that's, that's a rarity <laughs> 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 to have more guys than girls um, at, at anything. And so, um, yeah, like we're not just providing skills, but providing community around this. And I, I think ultimately uh, the number one thing that guys are missing right now, whether they're struggling with pornography or not, is um, isolation. And so number one is like pointing them to a fight club. You know, if you're a priest right now, please go to our website and we'll, I'll, I'll send you the books for free. Um, and and we can talk about who's, who's someone in, in your church that could lead a fight club if it's not you. Uh, maybe it's you for a, a couple months, and, and then you can hand it off to a, a leader that you trust. Um, just imagine any any of those guys that you can lead them to, a, or even just go into the website. We have all these great uh, resources because I, I don't think one thing uh, will do it. And we on our website we have uh, Covenant Eyes and um, a, an app I really like is called Circle. It, it's an app that will like it will shut down. Um, for example, I have um, my social media, uh, my YouTube, for example, on a 15-minute timer daily. And so if I'm on YouTube for 15 minutes, Circle will shut it down. <laughs> I just love how objectively it will just stop working. And so stuff like that will, that, that will help guys along the path. We have, we have Catholic counseling on, on our website as a resource and, and how to go about that and where to find them. Um, and so just like everyone needs has something different just joining fight club alone i've seen uh, has helped a lot of guys we talk about uh certain books um you know if if you were to just talk about one book uh, that is that would be a game changer of a, a book i talk about all the time it's on the website it's called unwanted by jay stringer that hmm. book uh i also talk about uh, one of your favorites um walter hart john eldridge but that book alone doesn't really combat uh lust as you know father but um well, that book, Unwanted by Jay Stringer, uh, it's super powerful. His premise, I see he's, he's a clinical psychologist. He did a lot of research for 3,000 people. Uh, he's, a, he's a pastor himself. Uh, he's Protestant, but it, it, a lot of Catholics have, have done great reviews, and there's nothing heretical about his work. Anyway, his premise of, of what he finds is that even the specificity of what one watches online can give one clues of why they go there in the first place. I, I read the book, and Matt, I got to tell you, that was one of the best things for me, uh, just with not just pornography, when I'm dealing with people, but even in my own prayer life, you know, things that I struggle, you know, like struggles I have. It's like, what, why? 
because that's the question people have is what what's the big deal here? And it was the specific the specific, and I know it sounds a little bit um sometimes like I'll ask a person like okay, without being uh too specific, but enough to understand, can you tell me the nature of what you're looking at? And it was very interesting after reading that book, I was able to help help crack the code of and they're like, that's why it is. And it, it's and it would it would also goes back to your original point. It would usually be connected with a trauma that happened when they were kids. So like the scenario, and it's and it's really interesting. I and this is true with pornography addiction. It's not like you know there's all different types, but there's usually a specific type of pornography that a person will look for. And it's it's the, the circle doesn't go that big. I mean, it's just and there's a specific type. But it has to do with a specific wound, and until you get to the wound, you can't let Christ heal it. I, 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 I was because I think Father Bob told me about that, and you gave him the book. I read the book, and I was like, "This is a great book," and it changed the whole way that I dealt uh, in counseling with this, but even with all different types of issues. Is there's something be behind door number one that needs to be un unveiled? You know, we keep stop talking about. Okay, I did this. Well, wait, wait. Let's ask the more important question: Why that specific scenario? Right. But anyway, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jay Stringer himself he talks about how we ought to be more gentle and compassionate of ourselves. Is, is how the book uh, with with our memories and 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 our and our wounds. And yeah, when I when I read the book, you know, I'm I'm happy to share even my own uh uh topic of uh, that he talked about. So, um. The, the, the type of porn that I used to look at and, and one of the chapters in the book just just totally talked about it. I thought he was like talking about my story, even though I'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not in it, uh, is is the type of porn that like a, a man is lonely and then a woman comes into the room and makes him unlonely. OK, just to use euphemisms. And that goes back to my wound at age 11. You know, I had a Filipino household. Uh, we had, I had my siblings and, and we, we would, we would host, um, in like, uh, cousins and, 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 uh, aunts and uncles and our like living with us. And then one year, right around 10, 11, everyone left. Um, people got uh, new homes. My siblings went to college and it went from a house of, you know, a dozen to a house of just me and my parents. And I felt lonely and that was no one's fault. That wasn't my parents' fault. I felt lonely. And then coincidentally, that was the same year that uh, my parents got a, got me a computer, my gateway computer to age myself uh, in my room. And so when I was lonely looking for something, I realized and then a pop up came up and then something online made me less lonely. Now, even being to your point, father, even being free from porn, that's still the same wound. Now, now I'm feeding it with different things. Uh, maybe I'm feeding it with uh, Wendy's French fries, <laughs> or, <laughs> or you know, uh, maybe I'm binging on ESPN and highlights, and just being aware. Oh, I, I'm going to that place again. Let me, uh, let me return. And you know, back to these disciplines. You know, I knowing I had a lot of spiritual attack this morning, and it wasn't a surprise. We're, we're having this podcast, and I decided. You know, I, and like there's some fried chicken in my in my refrigerator, for example, like calling my name and, and my self-pity of what's going on this morning. 
like, no, I'm going to fast and, <laughs> and, and, and punch the devil in the face <laughs> because that's, that's, that's sometimes, and just being aware of my own, um, wound and, and, and the sequence and, and then, and then come and then changing the trajectory of the train. That's awesome. I love that, man. Um, cool. Well, listen, um, can you kind of to, to wrap us up a little bit, can you tell us how maybe us priests, but any, and also like maybe some guys are like, Hey, I want this in my parish, just a specific strategy that they can do. So you have a website, we go to it. We, we say there's an interest and then get some cards, a book, some books. Right. And then propose to the pastor. And then just all you need is four guys. Right. All you need is four to start. Yeah. Okay. Why four? We find, so, I mean, in a, meetings are, are 60 minutes, right? About an hour. And we, our leaders have found that, and every guy shares in depth. And we found oh, that, gotcha. right? And so we found that um, when you have a group of four guys and you're sharing, it, it just allows for a deeper conversation to happen. Um, it's not like essay where, you know, there's a lot of guys in the room maybe, and then those who share want to share. No, like everyone gets a chance to share in a four-person room. And, and then guys can just like be able to have a conversation about it and, and be free with it and, and talk about it. And, and an hour can fly just with four guys. Um, we used to be at six. Um, and we, obviously we have, we have groups of all different types of sizes and six, uh, got too large. I used to lead a group of 12 and 20 and, um, yeah, it, you just, you just imagine like the depth of conversation and intimacy you can have with, with guys, uh, the smaller it is and. Uh, we found four uh, to start is is a good number. And Matt, you you mentioned that you've kind of you're, as you're ever expanding now, you you ha- you do this at the high school level. What what is that? How's that different? What does that look like? Yeah, that, thanks for asking. <laughs> I was on a Zoom call uh, two weeks ago, and with a dad I've never met before, he said, "Matt, uh, my son's in Fight Club." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, where where are you?" And he said, "Yeah, we're in Fredericksburg, Virginia." And your leader, Gabe Rizik, is leading uh, 30 of our of our sons in Fight Club. And, uh, and yeah, it's been amazing. We're, we're in a That Man Is You group, and what we decided as men is we're going to invite our sons uh, to uh, to our Saturday group, and it's been amazing to, to walk with our sons. And it's just, like, this amazing, like, case study that I'm just seeing of, like, fathers bringing their sons to the Lord. Uh, so that alone is just, like, already worth fighting for and dying for. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, Bill, uh, if a youth leader or really just, um, a lay person who feels called and that pastors is given the green light, he can lead, uh, the boys in his youth group, uh, to in this on a weekly basis and, and, and just get the AOK from the parents and, you know, you, you can contact me and we can, we can show you what we, what we, sh- we show parents obviously, cause their, their kids are minors and, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, but if you, if, you, if it's about chastity and, and just like boys fighting for chastity, I mean like that, that age group, like, I mean, the average exposure is, is 11 now. And so, um, at that, that is a critical age to, for, to reach these guys and, and to teach them how to fight. And yeah, if there's, if there's, if there's anyone out there, uh, who, who has, who, who work with young, young people, I think that's a great opportunity to, and, and, and the boys are hungry. They're hungry. Uh, they desire to learn how to fight, if you will. And, um, you know, I joke how 
you know, back at Maryland, had I created a prayer group for men, uh, you know, many guys would show up. I, had I created a rosary group for men, less guys would show up. We created a fight club, and, you know, at Maryland alone, we have, uh, like, 35, 40 guys who are striving to pray every day, striving to um, mm. talk to Our Lady through the rosary every day. And and so, um, I mean, Maryland, we, now we have 130 of uh, a total of alumni and students who are, who are just out of Maryland, University of Maryland. So, um, yeah. Uh, so for those who are listening, yeah, you can go to our website. You can you can contact us, and uh, we're we're happy to to send the books if you want to have me speak. What what I've done is some groups or college campuses they want to speak. Like obviously, they don't they don't have just uh, only male groups, right? They have you have co-ed groups. Uh, what I've done is I partnered with uh, a female speaker, and we'll both go. And so the the female uh, will talk to the girls, and and I'll talk to the guys. And she usually talks about modesty and 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 chastity for the girls, and I'll talk to the guys about Fight Club, and um, and then we'll and then we'll launch, and we just identify the leader. I want to know who the leader is maybe ahead of time, uh, but if it's an all met, if it's a an adult group, we don't have to know the leader just yet, and um, we'll just rock and roll and we'll go from there. That's awesome, Matt. Yeah, we're gonna we'll we'll put links to all everything Matt's mentioned on on, uh, on the website and on the on the podcast link itself. And um, Matt, this is um, you know long time coming. We've been trying to make this work for what seems like a year, but um, what a great apostolate, Father. Go ahead. Do you have anything? Yeah. No, Matt. I appreciate it. And we'll, we'll be praying for you. I know you're gonna get. Uh, the devil does not want you to do this. As a matter, and, uh, I, 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 I can't believe we haven't the the computer hadn't cut off yet trust me has it blown up or something like that you know (laughs) go through this all yeah but uh, i know our lady's got your back and uh you know i there's a coffee mug that uh, i have in my in my kitchen and it's hail mary full of grace kick the devil in the face you know (laughs) and uh and i i think this is this is going to be a great weapon but it's so it's so um optimistic you know and it's it's really i mean uh saint jose maria said that that purity is a positive virtue and it's, 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 I think that's the thing is like, you know, we got to get out of this thinking, this is a negative thing. This is so positive. And the fruit, I mean, it's going to make a man more masculine. He's going to make him stronger. It's going to make him a better father, a better priest, a better, you know, leader, whatever it might be, you know, a better dad to a bunch of kids. And, uh, and I think that the, I, I really think like we're at a point now, a tipping point where you can go to a pagan college and they might be willing to listen to it because they're so bored with life. And it's like my life, you know, I mean, the typical guy probably, you know, he does some homework, looks at porn, goes, you know, this, he doesn't really have a stable relationship because he can't maintain it. Uh, he's just depressed. And then someone says, Hey, how about you kick this? And like, is that possible? Yeah. With Christ, you know, and it's, it, it's, it's, it's the end is knowing Christ, but I think this is going to be really awesome. And I, I pray, I mean, you're taking a, a big risk, six kids and you're going to, you know, you're, you're, you're really selling everything and following the Lord. And, and I, uh, I, I have a feeling you're going to have a great, great story, you know, at the end of this. And uh, we'll be praying for you. Yeah. for I mean, for anyone, you're right. Six kids uh, under eight. And um, if anyone listening and, and wants to to join and support this and, and support our, our work, um, definitely contact us uh, at fightclubcatholic.com or fight at fightclubcatholic.com is my email. And I'd love for you to join our team and, and, and support this. If this is something that strikes your soul and, and you maybe you've been affected or maybe you're, you're concerned for your children or your grandchildren, 
Um, this is, as you said, Father, an, an optimistic way. I, I see this as one of our greatest opportunities to reach men and therefore the church for Christ. Yeah, Father, this would be a good, uh, good uh, to go in the welcome package uh, for pre-cana. Uh, you know what, man? A hundred percent, you know. I, I always bring it up and I kind of, I always slip that into pre-cana. I know I always tell the guys like, you know, you got to tell your wife if you got an addiction to porn and they're like, they, the looks I get, but it's like, yeah, they're kind of yeah, freeing. That, like that goes over well. Why? And the, <laughs> the, 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 I mean, the fiance looks, but I, you know, but I talk like if there's any secrets, you got to open sure. up about this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and, and they get it. They're like, you know what? That's it's probably fair. You know, I can't have another relationship going on. And I, and I found a lot of times too, just on a positive pot of spin like when a guy they're so but father if i tell my wife i'm like look and the wife is like really compassionate most of the time and she's a good catholic woman a christian woman she's like all right we'll get through this and she helps him heal mm-hmm. and and but we also have a mother of the church you know who's a woman you know or is a bride and wants wants us to heal and i i think you know we've got a, our lady wants us to heal and i just think sincerity is the big part of this. You just got to open up and say, all right, you know, I don't care what people think. I want to get out of this, you know? And I love what you said, Matt, which is, and this is true for all of us, you know, like, you know, when we fight our demons is, am I willing to do anything to conquer this? I mean, you know, I, I might really go to the mat for this. And if I'm not, then well, don't even try. Yeah. Instead of just up until the point when it gets hard. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's a brutal fight. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and it, it doesn't have to be just porn. It can be like staying in your marriage. It could be fighting depression. It could be fighting some chronic pain. It could be fighting, you know, your your job that you find just a bear, um, you know, whatever. But it's, I, this is, it's, and I think these tools are just applicable to all, all aspects. You have to fight, you know, because we're in this uh, battle. So praise God, man. All right. Well, let me give you a blessing, Matt. And uh, yeah, just uh, keep up the good work. We'll be praying for you. I'm sure I'll, all our many, many listeners are appreciative and we'll pray for you too. And uh, if anyone's listening, you owe Matt a rosary. Okay. So <laughs> you know, we have 20,000, we, we, you could, we could get 20,000 rosaries for you, man. Absolutely. You might be, flo- you, you, know, you might be flo- on our website. Flo- we do have it. You can join our spiritual meal train uh, that we've created. You can, <laughs> you can sign up for a day where you offer up a rosary on our, on our website. And so that's, that's been really like every month for the past, uh, past three days we've had someone who's like who's dedicated for this day so that's uh, that's really beautiful matt you you got my rosary this afternoon okay, okay man i love it's, it great. it's your it's your all right the, the lord be with you with your to the intercession of saints Anne and joachim the parents of mary our blessed mother may god bless all of you listening and especially matt and bill and uh and uh, keep you safe from harm the father the son and the holy spirit amen